I heard noises coming from a place where I was not. There, all the apartments are empty around me for some reason, and there's a dead body stink from the room next to it. Hey, Luna. Hey. Hey, I have a question for you that was actually a bit confounding to me, and it also seems like I could be opening a can of worms by by asking this question but you just burped me, though hey that's funny I did. you burped yeah your neck burped <laughs> it was like here in my chest it was a chest burp i think it might have been my heart restarting i'm not sure <laughs> my my left arm's coming back now so good yeah. perfect i do smell burnt toast do you smell burnt toast no we're not in the same room but, but well, yeah yeah, just you know, wondering. Hey, okay, so here's a question. It was a bit of a quandary, and Googling it uh, was not um, helpful. Well, it was, but also kind of uncomfortable. If somebody came on your property and they were breaking into your house, and let's just say you've got a means to defend yourself, <laughs> is it is it legal to defend yourself? Me? Yeah. I don't know. I'm going okay. to, but I'm not sure. Um I should look and I'm not that. trying to catch you on this. But. No, 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 no. No, I, I don't know. See where I live, right? So yeah. if somebody came onto my property and they, they were trying to get into my front door and I picked up um, a kitchen knife and opened the door and stuck it right in his forehead, I'm not certain that I'm, I'm, I'm good there. Okay, let me make it – I'll even make it more clear. Um, let's say they come into your house with a weapon drawn. Mm-hmm. And you are there, and you clearly, not only do you feel like your life is threatened, you say out loud, man, I'm feeling like my life is threatened. I, you shouldn't be here. I'm feeling, th- yes. I, I feel I feel like my life and my family's life is in jeopardy. And then you proceed to defend yourself. In any country, I mean, both of us live in pretty, you know, first world countries. So there is a means for you to at least plead your case that there's self-defense, right? Right. It's too bad that I even have to consider that in that moment, though. Yeah. I think that I think I think it's pretty clear if it's actually self defense that it's self defense. A guy yes. cuts my friggin' phone line, which we don't have those anymore, but say, and yeah. he kicks in my door in the middle of the night, comes through, and I start just carving him up with hatchets as soon as he comes into the living room. Yeah, I think it's pretty clear that I didn't ask for this. Right. I, I was ready though. Gun drawn. Let's say gun drawn. He also has handcuffs. He's gonna, he, oh. you know, he's prepared, right? He's prepared. Yeah. Should you be able to defend yourself? Yes. The answer is yes. Here's here's the here's the nuance: is depending on where you live, could to could um, determine how long that process is drawn out as to how we get to the conclusion of yes, no, it was self defense. Some states, for example, they have what's called like the castle doctrine. And so it's basically stand your ground. You can stand your ground and it's justified, you know. If mm-hmm. you feel threatened, you know, and the law's kind of mushy that way. But there are states that are like, nope, we're all about castle. Isn't know, there and, a, a make my day law in Texas or something like that? Well I I think it's basically the stand yes. I don't maybe, maybe that's cool if that's what it's called. I think it's called that. I think I heard Kent mention that. I might have wow. the quote wrong from the movie, but it, That'd be it awesome. sounds about right. Well, I'd say that all the time and just shoot people in the face. <laughs> um but yeah, so state by state, country by country, you know, things there's nuance, but as a citizen of XYZ state slash country, you're afforded the the liberty of living without fear. 
uh, to to a certain defendable degree, and then the court process uh, rolls out. I always tell people that are getting their concealed carry or they're buying a weapon is I'm like, just remember, you pull that weapon, you aim it at someone, even if you don't pull the trigger, you will go to court. Plan on it. Yeah. You know the the odds that that you that that it is so cut and dry that 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 uh, you were completely in the right. Is you should always bank on that being such an outlier that the cops go, okay, no, we're good. I see why you did it. You can go yeah. home, have your macaroni. Right. Just plan on going to court. Plan on defending your pleading, pleading your case. Whether or not it actually happens, you should always plan on that. If you if you have a, a defense weapon of some type, out here, I've, I know there's been a couple of cases. So I live in, uh, you know, Canada. I live in the yeah. middle of Canada where nobody really even knows that this exists, right? I remember I didn't even remember the name of my province I lived in when I was a kid. Like it used, it's the middle of the prairies. Mm. And this guy had um, a couple of guys come on and try to rob – they were trying to steal his car. So he came out with his hunting rifle and shot the guy, right? Oh, gosh. And I believe killed him. And so in that situation, I think he was in some trouble because mm-hmm. um, his life wasn't being threatened. It was only his property being threatened. Yep. But to him, it was like, nobody comes on my property. Like, what's next? Do you have a gun? Like, that's what he's saying, right? He's like, right. so what's next? They come into the house and they come steal all the stuff. I'm just taking care of this right now. I'm not waiting for it to get so bad that I have a 50-50 chance of, <laughs> of getting out of this. I'm taking yeah. my 100% shot right now off my porch. Right. It's so difficult. It, you know, as soon as you fire a weapon, ballistics are involved. There's no there's no two ways about it. That somebody's going to come, they're going to be sh- pointing at angles and finding casings and and the victim will also be investigated as far as where was he shot. So, just based on the rotation of his body could also be an indicator as to your guilt or your innocence. If he's if you shoot him in the back, yeah. Dude was not uh threatening threat. your life. Here's the thing. I mean, there's so many nuances. It just gets creepy and weird. So let me make it even creepier and weirder for you. Yeah, please. Okay. Guy breaks into your house. Flashlight. Handcuffs. Oh, uh, yeah. Busts right through the door. Flashlight, handcuffs, uh-uh. gun. Not liking this at all. No announcement, nothing. You shoot to defend yes, yourself. If I had a gun. It's a cop with a no-knock warrant. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, right? I mean, whatever. Don't do that. I, I got a jar of pickles under my bed. You're going to get smacked. You're going to go blind, buddy. Yeah. You're okay, going to go so blind with Brian. Suddenly weird, right? Suddenly a whole new world. It's like, so the thought that yeah. I had, the question I had was, is it legal to defend yourself against police? And uh, anywhere you go, look it up. It, it, it The the odd, the, the uh, information is like, well... Technically, yeah. Well, don't police announce themselves though? No knock warrant, no. No. But they they can they can in depending on once again geographic location, locale, city, state, country, blah blah blah. Right. They could get a no knock warrant depending on the severity of the crimes that they are coming to accuse you of, arrest you for. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a no knock because hey Barry, uh, we're at your front door and it's the cops. Uh, Barry's out the back. You know, yeah, exactly. Well, right. Barry's shooting through the door, you know, because sure. and people are always like, oh, cops have to announce themselves. Not if they don't want to die all the time. Absolutely. So, and it's an approval process. It's not like cops are just like, hey, let's do a no knock warrant. Uh, because mm-hmm. a warrant means that they got a judge to sign off on it, which means that they had their 
superiors at the police department and maybe other places like attorney general, district attorney, uh, approve their actions. So a no-knock warrant's not easy to get. I mean, they're not uncommon, but still, same scenario, but now he's in blue, right? Gotcha. Um, Even down to, uh, you know, an act of excessive force from an officer, like at a, let's say, traffic stop, something like that. So the question is, can you legally defend yourself against the police? Uh, the the soft out of the side of my mouth answer is well, technically. Right. Um, but I I hold firm to this rule, which is there are, there are two times to plead your case uh, if the police are involved, and that is not at the time of your arrest. You, everybody, everybody looks at arrest as like the pinnacle of problem. That's not it. It's actually the court. Once you get in the court, that's where things are determined, innocent or guilty, because you got it all wrong if you think the police are the ones that yeah. are determining your guilt or innocence. Their job is to collect you. To collect that's you. It. I was going to say. I was going to use the exact same words you just used. Yeah. Yeah. And you're, you're so you're you're wasting your breath to say I'm innocent or or mm-hmm. this is blah blah. It, you may be a hundred percent right, and the guy smashed you into the ground, and but. He's not going to be like, oh, you're right. That was a little difficult. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have thrown you. Th- that was a little excessive. You're free uh, to go. Not going to uh, happen. Not going to happen. So don't so bother, your, right? Yeah, your your opportunity to to leverage the law is before you're arrested, do good things or bad things. And then once you're arrested, there's a whole litany of ways in which you can plead your case. But that, man, you're, you're riding a really fine line if you're trying to justify defending yourself against Police officers who are basically the collectors. Think of it like a yeah. dog dog catcher. That dog catcher is there to catch a dog. If that dog bites him or bites others, he can put the dog down. He doesn't have to yeah. just be like, I can't I can't kill this animal. I'm just here to collect. You know, he has to be able to protect himself and the environment. Police you know what blows me away, boat. man? You know what blows me away about the, the no-knock warrant stuff? Yeah. Is that there have been times in the past where they've gotten the wrong house. Oh, totally. And it's like, what are you, like the drunk guy who goes <laughs> take, takes a leak in the neighbor's <laughs> right. bathtub? Yeah. Like, isn't this pretty important? Like, to <laughs> to kick in the door of somebody? You got the wrong, oh, we got the wrong house. I'm sorry. Take our dark call from the other day, the video. How chaotic that scene was. One woman comes out, stabs a cop. Then mm. she's running around, goes back in the house. Suddenly, cops are everywhere. Guns are drawn. They've got they've got focus on this woman. They also don't know if there's one, two, three, or what was it? Five more people in that house in that, that house, came out. Yeah. Not to mention the the neighbors and all the what the what what the, what the jib jabs going on over there. I'm coming out on my porch. Burp, burp, burp. And people are like, get back, get back. You know. So mm-hmm. the situation is nuts. And then to make sure that you started that situation on the right note with like oh my the right God. house or the right skin color or whatever. Yeah. Pick, you know, pick the information yeah. that they have to go on when they show up. Mm-hmm. Chaos from the beginning. And we're and then we expect them to It's important know, sorry to cut you up, but it's important it right. to see those to, yeah, get it right. You expect them to get it right every time. Here's yeah. what I learned from watching that one particular video. It's like I know I knew it happened quickly. Like yeah. say say somebody comes at a cop or whatever. I knew that it happened quickly. But in my mind I was still like, Well, they're a cop. They deal with this all the time. They're trained for this. They think about it all the time. They should be calm under pressure at all times, right? 
And then you have people say things like, well, a lot of these guys coming back from Iraq and they're all, you know, jittery and shell shocked. Yeah. And they're expecting, like, you know, uh, Taliban in the bushes when mm-hmm. really it's just a kid walking around. You know, uh, playing a video game on his on his cell phone, and they're they're seeing things. You have people that that have that kind of conspiracy theory about cops and stuff, right? Right. And when you see it, when you see it on the video, like we saw, it's like, no, they're just human beings, though. I don't care what your training is. When someone comes flying out of a house at you with a knife, you your thoughts just go to wherever they're going to go. Like right. they're going to go to protect myself. In that particular video, the woman, the police officer was a female, right? And she shot and actually missed her. And yeah. you could tell she was just kind of freaking out because she was getting stabbed now. Yeah. It's these things don't happen in slow motion. And you gotta hope that their training kicks in appropriately. Right. But there's go, there's gonna be mistakes. There's gonna be flaws. <laughs> and you you hope that the situation would unfold in a by the book manner, but that's the problem with criminals. <laughs> <laughs> There's yeah. no book. <laughs> or yeah. I'll even go as far as to say the mentally ill. There is no book. There are there are there's a certain amount of predictability based on the the um the psychosis or or the mental disability mental illness. But beyond that, the predictability ends there. And that's where you know the video we show and and we we did on the dark call and and uh, it's like, "Oh man, but obviously she was mentally ill." But but is that a job for Sally's social worker to show up there, you know, and try to talk her down? Or the man who, you know, PTSD Joe from uh, from Iraq that's back and there's Iraqis in the bush. Is that mm. for Sally's social worker to come and be like, hey, hey, Joe, Joe, it's okay. Yeah. You're, you're all right. I brought cookies. Bang, bang, bang. <laughs> yeah. I mean – we talked about it before, but I think putting putting someone that that has their training doesn't determine the lowest common denominator or the noisiest, most most catastrophic situation is not a wise person to put on the front line of that situation. If you start imposing that on social social workers, I think what you end up having is you have armed social workers as like yes. a it's like a, a thing, not just like Sally's social worker doesn't say anything, but she has a you know a. 380 in her purse that's right. fine but now it's like a hey oh uh, also when you get in this gig uh, you really should start arming yourself i know. You know well here's another thing with that so what we're talking about is you know some people think that social workers should be the ones that show up so they don't right. provoke these people into yeah. into a violent situation because seeing a authority figure or the way that cops are so aggressive sometimes yes. sets these people off and totally. creates the violent situation but you can't be sure about that yeah, <laughs> there are some guys, some people who are mentally ill or whatever else. You show up to their house unannounced, and they think you're there to take their kids away from them, and yeah. that provokes them. You know, yeah. I mean, so I, I, I'm I'm a proponent of on scene. I'm a proponent mm-hmm. of Sally social workers on scene. They give her the opportunity, you know, to to quell the situation or whatever. But to to, to say cops don't show up, only Sally. So now that now you're putting Sally social worker. At risk, I think you know that's that's me, and and this is sort of a flavor of the day type of conversation. I would say. I mean, I honestly, I don't unless unless that's a very unique circumstance. I can't see states or cities really adopting that kind of a rule. But it freaks me out that that it's even sort of a conversation that, that it does the, for me the too. police have such a a bad look. The optics on police in some places are so bad that they're like, well, what are we going to do? Well, let's send in somebody that doesn't look as bad. But that. Is that the answer? I'm not. I'm not saying yes or no. I'm just saying. I, know. I don't no, know. That's interesting. Also, not just Sally. Okay, there's Salvadors out there Salvador. doing the good work social of, work. of social work as well. Okay, exactly. Salvadors. Okay, he's great. That guy's good. He's got lots of experience. Okay, yeah. one more. Yeah. One more case in point with that. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, currently, you know, there's a lot of house calls, a lot of house visits that social workers do that, that, that the mental the, the people in the mental uh, the psychiatric field do. Um, but uh, I, I have a I have a relative who I was actually at their appointment um, to to help them through a certain scenario, and we're we're in with the with the counselor. And uh, I burped your neck burp again. I think it was my nose. I think I had a nose. Uh, I had a no- nose whistle. Sorry. Oh, cool. But that's what that's you know what that noise is. What? There's a booger in your nose. Ah, uh, I didn't want to go there. That's I'm okay. Gonna to, I'm gonna have Just to edit that out. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so we're at the counselors, right? And we're sitting there. This counselor in particular practices a certain kind of uh, psychiatry that was supposed to put you in the moment. It's for PTSD. It puts you in the moment so that you can talk your way through it. It's geared toward trying to establish that that pinnacle, that climax of emotion, and then be like, okay, now, now you can see you, this derailed you. So let's talk. Let's talk. Yep. In that, in I've never been so concerned though for the for the safety of someone that is so unprepared for physical uh, assault, as in that that moment in that room because it got to that point, and my relative was off the couch, mm-hmm. off the couch, and I was worried that this per this, this counselor was not going to make it out of there without a bump. Or sure. a cut, and it worried me. It worried me, and I'm like, to, to, to me, to me, there are lanes, and and uh, that's a hard job right there. That's front line stuff. I mean, because you're with the front line with the mind to ask them yeah. to also be on the front line somewhere else. That's 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 a lot. Absolutely. I I have a friend, close friend, who's going through the same thing right now. And uh, what needs to happen is that they need to build trust and all that kind of stuff with yes. you first, Rapport. obviously, right? Mm-hmm. Rapport, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I, a lot of the times, I, I went to school with a lot of people that ended up going through to be counselors and stuff, and they were the types, they were kind of like know-it-alls. Mm-hmm. Also, there were people with problems, so they thought they were experts on problems, which is oh, a they could big relate. problem. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> they just got <laughs> issues. And they started talking yeah. about their own issues in therapy sessions and stuff. Oh, I yeah. can relate because my husband just broke up with me, blah, 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 and they make it about themselves that these yeah. people I'm on my are fifth nuts. divorce. <laughs> Some of these counselors and social workers are nuts. Like I would say, I don't know, half of them. But, I, I, you know, I'm just guessing. <laughs> but I'm serious. I've been around them and like, whoa. So the, 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 the likelihood that they could set somebody off is pretty high. Yes. Um, so a little bit of gallows humor there, but you're right. Because, well, okay, consider this. Like I look at you and I'm I wasn't like, joking. I mean, I was pretty serious. <laughs> right. Because, well – You'd be a great counselor because you've got a good head on your shoulders. You've been through a lot. And when someone comes to talk to you, they feel like they could, they're talking to someone that can understand. So I think uh, it's that fine line again, right? It's that, it's that, it's that I've got life experience that puts me in this seat in a qualified manner, but also, um, I can't be dealing with my demons during a session. I have to have dealt with that already. Or, yeah, sure. You know, have a way of managing because some counselors have counselors. You know, well, I mean, yeah, they do. But some there's some counselors who it's about them solving your issue rather yep. than helping you about you 
helping you solve your issue. So yeah. when they see that you're having resistance to their style of therapy, it's like they start pushing harder because they're like, this is for, for your best interest. I've read about this in a book and I've seen this work mm-hmm. before. But their sense of that person and their honest to God care for that person is out the window and they're not seeing that they're ramping them up to a point where they're going to have to defuse them at some point. And then before you know it, it's too late and they've lost them. And it's like, well, that guy's too far gone. It's like, no, your counseling skills are off because you lost the human element here. This is about you, not about them. You lost them. trust. Yeah, you lost, you lost their trust. You lost that rapport. You got to get right counsel. They're underpaid too, by the way, which is a big reason why I think you get a lot of um, counselors who are, you know, I'm really trashing on counselors no, right no. now. Maybe I'll hey, back off. Is it, is it possible to become extremely jaded as a counselor? Yeah, about Absolutely. as much as it is to be a police officer and become yep. jaded because you're, you're, dealing with the, you're dealing with a very common issue on repeat. There's a reason why, you know, like they say that uh, one of the highest suicide rates is dentists. Really? Because it's such a routine and you're in this, I don't know. I mean, how excited can you be about teeth? I mean, I'm just saying you're in this maw of someone's face all day long and it's repetitive and and this is the thing that pays the bills now. And so you're kind of locked and loaded. I don't know. I don't want to get off on a tangent. You can't even know. No, for a second. I mean, with dentists, I've never thought about that before, but. You can't really talk to the people that you're working on no. either because their mouths are you can't full of build your rapport. hands. You're bound to hurt them. It's awkward. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You think about the tension that you're under too. You know, you hit that nerve just right and you you lost trust. Your tool <laughs> is building rapport or not, you know. Uh, that's a hard job. So, yeah, there's a, there's a ton wow. of hard jobs out there that, that where you skirt that line between – I'd hate that job. Now yeah. I'm thinking about it. I've never yeah. thought about it before, but it looks all squeaky clean and he's always smiling. He's got that big, bright smile, but those eyes look a little dead now that I'm thinking about it. So I have a great doctor, doctor, just a general doctor, and we have a great rapport. Like, I want to barbecue with the guy and everything, but I don't know enough about my dentist because I don't get to talk to him. So it's very impersonal sometimes. I'd love to know? hang out with my dentist. I bet you he'd like to talk about all kinds of weird oh, stuff. Oh, I'll bet you dentists have so many stories, and they're probably great guys and great they- gals. They're probably all into taxidermy for some reason. That's my picture. <laughs> yes, definitely. So there, there's a whole lot of. I'm glad we closed none of those cans. No, of I don't. Care. Just, I know it's just all over the place. Who cares? We're like, holy cow! But the reason for that is uh, we're about to listen to a whole cluster Good. of calls, and uh, other people might use a, a, a another word or cluster with something else. Um, oh, the F word. Can't swear on this thing, yeah. Yeah, is that Cluster, what you were thinking of? Maybe cluster, cluster. F- no, uh, yeah, that's what I was cluster, thinking of. Cluster, shit. cluster. Shit. No, you know you can't. No, uh, you can't say. Ah, oh, ah, oh, man, you're acting like a wiener. Sorry, April Fools. <laughs> uh, oh, you didn't mean it. Okay, cool. Okay, we're moving on. Um, all right. So let me give you just a bit of backstory on who we're talking about here. We're talking about a guy who uh, is sitting in his apartment and he is concerned because uh, he's afraid that someone's trying to break into his apartment. Um, so he does what anybody would do, and that's call 911. Um, but let's start with his first phone call to 911 and uh, listen to how he approaches it, how it's approached. Let's just let's just get right into this since it's absolutely... 30 minutes in. Let's get yes, right into please. this. All Let's right. You ready for me to hit play? I am. Let's go. All right. Here we go. 911, where is your emergency? 
and all the apartments around mine are completely empty for some reason. Okay. Do you live with anyone? I live by myself. There were just a lot of people here, though. Okay. They all just left. Have you heard anything else? Um, yes, I've heard a couple. Like I said, I'm covering two spots that I do believe there could possibly be perpetrators behind. I'm ready at any moment that my life feels threatened to fire upon them, two to the chest, and end it all. What police officers should I be looking for? There's going to be a Union Township officer on the way as well as a Pierce Township officer. Thank you very much. And I'm going to let you know when they get there, okay? So I want you to stay on the line with me. Hold on just a second. I'm going to be speaking to the officer. Okay. Hello? Can you hear me? I'm here. Hold on just a second, okay? Okie dokie. It sounds like I'm not with you. It's because I'm speaking to a Union Township officer on the radio, okay? Do not hang up with me. Okay. Wait, I'm finished talking to the officer, okay? Okie dokie. Has anyone ever came into your house, or have you ever experienced anything like this before? Yes. Somebody's tried to kill me before. I think that same person might be in my house. Okay. You're on Bluetooth now? Do you know the name of the person? He stole and possibly a certain Jonathan Snodgrass. Sorry, repeat that for me. Keith Gall, G-A-U-L, and a certain Jonathan Snodgrass, possibly. Okay. I do not know... There could be others. Okay. And it's Keith and Jonathan have both tried to kill you in the past? 
Only Keith has tried to hit me in the head with a wrench. I reported that to the Union Township Police. Okay. Aside from that, I am not quite sure. I'm starting to realize now that I black out when yeah. bad things happen to me physically. And I think somebody else may have tried to kill me recently as well. Okay. Are they, they neighbors been, there? Do they live there? Or they just come and go? Um, the, they're, they're your definite permanent neighbors aside from the two bottom ones. Okay. And the guy to the right is the guy that I went and checked on. I do not know the status of the two above neighbors. Okay. How long have you lived there? Uh, about five, six months. Okay. Uh, my apartment was broken into two or three times at my old spot at 4519 Eastwood Drive, apartment 13109. Where did you used to live? 4519 Eastwood Drive? Correct. What was the apartment number? 13109. Okay, hold on just a second. Can you hear me, sir? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Wade? Yes. Okay, yes, there yes. should be an officer that's going on scene, so can you put the weapon down and unload it? Yes. Okay. As soon as I see the door open or the door is open. Can you put it down now because the officer is there. He's He is in the parking lot. I can see him on my map. He's in the lot. So can you put I the gun down? I can see as well, but he is not in my house. So you're not going to put it down until he's in the house? Not until he has said, you can count your police. Okay, hold on just a second. Tell him that he's refusing to put the weapon down until he is in his house. Yes, I'm here. They didn't respond. Okay, you stay where you're at. We're talking to them on the radio. You have to understand that they're a little nervous right now, too, because you're telling us you've got an assault rifle. But it's down. I have the Glock in my hands now, double-fisted. Can you put that down? He's knocking on the door. <laughs> he knocked on the door. That was him for sure. It was him, yes. He's knocking Would on the door. Would you tell him to yell that he's a police officer? Tell him that the complainant wants him to yell that he's a police officer. You put down the assault rifle, but you're not putting down the Glock. Um, correct, correct, correct. What police department? It's Pierce Township Police Department. Will you have him yell that specifically, please? Hold on just a second. Can you hear him talking to you? No.
Where's the assault rifle? On the ground. And where's the Glock? In my hands, pointed where I think the people in my house are. Okay, how, can you put it down? The officer Not wants to come I in. until I hear, say, I need a department. Officer name. Okay, I'm going to hang up with you because, uh, hold on just a second, actually. I'm going to talk on your radio. Department and officer name. Department and officer name. Oh my gosh, that guy. Guy. What's this guy doing? He's creating a situation. It's like he's creating a 911 call. This is weird. It's weird because uh, he he's asking very specific information. I you could if you listen almost immediately after he says have them announce themselves. Yeah. She tells them to do it and then you hear you can hear yeah, him yeah, yeah. on the other side of the door say it and then he's like was that them? And they're like, yeah, that was them. He's like, uh, more specifics. I need, what's his blood type? You know, it just was like, what's going on? Also, one thing that just gave me the willies uh, on that was when he's like, I'm not going to disarm until I see him come through the door. Yeah, what's that all about? The whole thing was creepy. Yeah, already the guy seems unhinged, and 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 he's making this like this uh, demand. He said two in the chest too. He's like two in the chest, saying all, like how he's yeah, going to do it. Right, and, and it sounds to me like he maybe there's there's mental illness, schizophrenia by the sounds of things. I don't know, but this is one thing. Something right. Some people with mental illness don't not they don't just have mental illness or schizophrenia. On top of that, they're a dick. Like. <laughs> They are their personality type mixed with the mental illness doesn't help much. Yeah, and this guy sounds like he's just like a dick because I know guys like this. Maybe this guy isn't even mentally ill. Maybe he's just a control. F- it sounds like he's mentally ill though because he's thinking that there's there's no one around the other apartments around me for some reason, and there's a smell next door. And uh, well, and you notice the story keeps evolving a little bit. Like yes. he hasn't mentioned the dead smell at the neighbor's house. Right. Since and why is there a he dead smell up. if they're breaking into what what is the connection there? What what is the Yeah, I agree with you because personality wise, he's already displaying that he is um like he's a demanding sort of person. He's persnickety, right? Um yes. he reminds me of this friend that I had. Uh he annoyed the crap out of me because there was an outdoor store here. It's a national chain called REI. Do you know what REI is? You no. ever heard of that? All right. REI is like a outdoors place. You go there and it's like everybody's in, you know, wool and uh, oh, they yeah, buy okay. mountain gotcha. bikes and tents and sleeping bags and all this stuff. It's like very outdoors, right? Sure. It's it's mm-hmm. very hip too. It's very it's also not cheap. Mm-hmm. But I had a friend who you could get this club membership at REI where if you paid a certain amount uh, uh, a year. You got benefits. One of the benefits was you could buy shoes, like hiking shoes. You could buy this hiking shoes. No. It seems like a funny time to tell the story, like like how intense this whole call is. And you're like, have you ever heard of REI? It's really hip and cheap. <laughs> Let me tell you all about it. Go ahead, though. No, it's not an ad. It's got a point. So they, they made this club membership to help the outdoors people, right, with, with some of their biggest issues. Like, hey, if you're 
somewhere. Like this has happened on like the big giant trails and national trails, like heavy duty hiking stuff. If your REI shoes break or are are damaged or whatever, they'll like ship you new ones to the closest post where you could hike and get your, or you oh. could walk in your old your old hiking shoes and get new hiking shoes. And I had a friend. I had a friend Still who sounds like an ad. Yeah, I had a friend who abused that though. You know, he would buy oh, their their socks. You know, right, right. And and then he would wear them out. He'd wear holes in them, and then he would go back and just get new socks and new hiking shoes and all the stuff. And he was abusing. He reminds me of this guy. He reminds yeah. me of the kind of guy that that like he knows that by being unreasonable to a certain degree, normal people are just going to be like, oh, all right, whatever, man. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. takes a lot for some some people, especially with type A behaviors. Yes. They, they know they can push the envelope because normal people know they'll just look petty if they say something. Yeah. So they push it. And this guy seems to be. Definitely oh, absolutely! And there's this delusion of like grandeur's thing happening too. Like, like he's he's like in his own action movie all of a sudden, yes. here, right? Like it feels like he thinks he's Arnold Schwarzenegger or yeah, it's like Quentin Tarantino. You know, two guns, like, two walls, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two in the chest. <laughs> it's like he doesn't want this to end too, right? Which I'm sure people want this to end at some point. Yes, exactly but, what you're saying. Th- that part where it's like. Uh, where, where it's obvious that someone is on the other side of the door. They've confirmed who they are, and she's like, "Did you hear?" And he's like, "Uh, yes." Gonna need more information, though. He's trying to stretch mm-hmm. the thing out or something, mm-hmm. or it's such a manic episode that he's that distrusting of what's going on. It's so, freaking me out. Either way, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing more. You know, yeah. it's freaking me out. I smoked this. Um, I've, I'm off cigarettes and alcohol for the moment again, and. Uh, Smoking like this at this pen that's has it's like, like a, weed in it. Oh, fun! And I thought it was the one that is like picks you up, right? But I'm smoking the one that they made. It's called Charlotte's Web. It was or like sleep. made for this girl named Charlotte who had seizures, and it fixed her. And I've been puffing away on this. I'm like, why do I? I don't feel so. Good. <laughs> you Great. Guys, you remember so, that? What's that movie where Will Ferrell, the guy, gets shot in the neck with a dark oh, oh, Old school. Yeah, yeah, you can do that good. Do it. Do it. It's like, oh, man, you guys like, are crazy. <laughs> I think he got stabbed twice. Once in that movie and then that one, the the Land of the Lost where that big mosquito bit him and it like swole his whole back up and yeah. like big Anyways, let's see what the psycho is going to do in this situation. All right. Well, believe it or not, this guy has two friends in the world, at least confirmed, because uh, his friends called 911, and there's not much more I can add to that. But before we listen to it, we should do an ad. Oh, okay. Because we got to pay the bills. Yeah. All right. Here, let's listen to the call from one of his confirmed two, only two friends in the world. Probably has more. Probably not many now. <laughs> but um, anyway, let's listen to this call. You ready for me to hit play on his friend's uh-huh. call? Okay. Here. Here we go. 911, where is your emergency? Hamilton County, with the uh, transfer 360 St. Andrews Drive. It is an apartment. Go ahead, sir. She is in Charles. Wade, is this you? This is not Wade, no. Not Wade? No. Who is this? Uh, my name is Nathan. I was just texting my friend Wade or Snapchatting my friend Wade, and he said to call 911 for him, 
um, and he sent me his address, and he said break-in. When did you get those messages from Wade? Uh, I'd say maybe like five minutes ago. Okay. So, Nathan, the thing is we've got officers out there trying to make contact with him. Uh, are okay. you are you able to convince him maybe to come to the door? Uh, okay. No, I hadn't talked to him. That's, he okay. didn't respond to me after that, and I tried gotcha. to give him like, a phone okay. call through Snapchat. All right. Okay, so we do have help out there for Wade, uh, and they're trying to make contact with him now, okay? Okay. All right. If anything changes or if you hear from him, just give us a call back. Can I give you our Claremont County number directly? Yeah, can you give me a second to write it down? Sure. Okay, go ahead. Our number here is 513-732-2231. Yep, that's us here at Dispatch if you hear anything else from him, okay? Okay, thank you so much. You're welcome. Wow. Okay. So... One of his two friends calls. He's not on site, right? He's not on scene. So guy has no idea. He's just got to take the dispatcher's word that the authorities are on the scene, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I'd take their word over my friend Wade. He probably knows he's nuts anyways. Like, yeah. at the start of that call, I thought that was Wade disguising his voice. A little bit, right? Yeah, yeah, because he seems like he's... Uh, a little cautious. Also, the text message seemed kind of odd. It was like, mm. call 911 and then to Breakin'. mention the 1984 movie Breakin' was weird. <laughs> I don't understand that. Did you ever watch Breakin'? No, I don't want to talk about it either. Oh my gosh, it was so good. It had the best dancers. There was Special K, Hot Tot, Rap Talker, Ozone, or Orlando. Also, Ice-T was in it, so it's you know, obviously going to be a hit. I don't know. I never saw it, so whatever. I didn't. I, I I'll, Maybe I'll watch it now. Probably not, though. I don't like Ice-T. You should. I think, I think he's a bit much. Wade has now recommended it, and I have, too, so you should definitely watch Breaking. Okay. I think you can get it on Betamax, if I'm not mistaken. So. All right. All right. Anyway, um, so yeah, his friend calls, uh, concerned or just kind of quizzical about this whole thing. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, I got to give him credit for at least going, all right, I guess I, I mean, what can it hurt if I call 911? And, you know, so, yeah. you know, friends doing what a friend maybe should do. And like you said, he probably knows Wade's, you know, one pool ball short of a knife set. Whoa. Yep. Don't you think? Jeez. That was really bad, by the way. Thank uh, you. Clearly off the top of your head. Yeah. Well, I don't know his name. What? But anyway, so uh, guess who else calls? Uh, his other friend, uh, Keith Snow or whatever he said his name was. His other friend calls. But before that, guess who else called? Uh, I don't know. Like the dead guy next door? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I just have diarrhea. Don't worry about it. This guy's freaking me out. It was a bad chili Taco Bell combination. I was binge eating. I Darla broke up with me, and I was just trying to overcome my sadness with corpulent amounts of indigestibles, and they indigestibled me. I don't know what just happened. Sorry. Anyway, no, uh, uh, Wade's brother. Wade's brother called. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you because you seem to not know who called. So would you like to listen to Wade's brother yes. on the phone? All right. Hey, here we go. 
360 St. Andrews Drive. Okay, we've got several officers out there right now. Who am I speaking with? Uh, you're speaking with his brother. Okay. What's he saying to you? Um, so he didn't actually tell me, but he reached out to somebody on Facebook, and they reached out to me, and they said that he was told that somebody is breaking into his house and that uh, they asked this person to call the cops for my brother because oh. somebody's breaking into his house. Yeah, we have right now, it looks like, Three different police agencies on scene trying to get him to come to the door, and he is refusing. Wow. Uh, is there any way you could just break in? They don't feel safe going in right now because there were. Th he allegedly has weapons in the apartment. Do you know if he actually does own guns? Yes, he does. Okay. At least, at least I know he has in the past. I, I mean, my, my brother doesn't want anything to do with me because I'm a Jesus freak and he's not, gotcha. I, you know, he's Yeah, not we're trying him. to convince him. So if you hear from anyone else, just let them know that we have several agencies on scene trying to get him to come to the door and he's refusing to do that. Um, hold on just a second and I'm going to see if I can transfer you over to the sergeant's cell phone and you okay, can great. speak directly with him. Just a second. Thank you. What's your name, sir? My name's Cody. Okay. The sergeant said to hold on just a second. Okay. So. Do you know, or am I even allowed to ask, who was the one who initially called the cops on him? He called himself. Nice. Yeah, he called himself and then wouldn't come to the door for the officers. So did he tell the officers that he had been, that somebody was breaking into his house? Yeah, that's what the original call was for. Gotcha. And then I think that he's contacted a few different people. I think we, we've spoke to your father and a couple other people that he's reached out to. But he's okay, not coming to the door for the officers. So, so you guys reached out to my dad or my dad reached out to you? He, your dad reached out to us. But the sergeant is actually ready for me to transfer you over. So I'm going to get you over to his phone and he can probably give you some better details than what I've got. Okay? Great. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Hey, this is Cody. How you doing, Cody? Good, man. How you doing? Good. Are you Aiden's brother? I'm his brother, yes. Okay. What can I do for you? Uh, yeah, so, um, well, I, I just initially called in because I just got a message from somebody on Facebook saying that, that my, my brother Wade called uh, them and asked them to call the cops because he said somebody was breaking into the house. So I was calling just to let you guys know, and then now I found out that you guys have several people on the scene already. Yeah, he's he's decided now he's wanting to harm himself, and he won't come to the door. So, you know, we've kind of been in a, a wait here for him. And uh, do you have any contact with him? Um. Yeah, so he actually called me, like, I don't know, three or four hours earlier today, uh, which is strange because he never talks to me. Um, but um, since then, he invited me over to his house. I chose not to because I know that he was probably not in the right state of mind. My parents ended up going over to his house, at least for a short period of time, because he invited them over, too. Um, but since then, I have not spoken with him. But after that, I mean, it was just like five minutes ago that, um, that I guess, um, this girl on Facebook... So that got, that call got truncated, but what he says after that is probably this girl on Facebook 
like to my post and then it blew up in like I'm like all over I'm viral now man I'm viral so, I'm a big sure. fan of Cody. I think Cody's hilarious. Yeah, Cody's very self-aware. I'm a Jesus freak, man. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> and, then, and then when she told him like the, that that he called himself, he goes, "Nice, nice." <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, come on. I like him. Yeah. Well, they, there's definitely an interesting dynamic there. I don't blame Cody for not going over, especially. You know, he said he didn't sound like he was in the right state of mind. Which makes you wonder, like, how many people around him, you know, have kind of seen this kind. Remember the kid that was with his family? I don't mean to laugh. It was at, with with his family at the restaurant, and then he just like bolts and he goes and like eats the face off of two people in the garage. Remember that one where he thought he was oh, yeah. like a wolf? It's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, there are there are indicators, right? But once again, it's like normal people don't want to make a bigger deal out of things than they have to, especially people that love you. You know, they don't want to be like, hey, you know what? He was acting kind of weird. Let's commit him. Yeah, <laughs> you know, most I people know. don't want to just jump to any conclusion, especially it's very hard when somebody's reluctant too, or on drugs, you know, armed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So. This is freaking me out, though. Like, we still don't have any answers here, so there's a bit of a standoff going on. Yeah, so things are starting to pile up. Obviously, there are three county PDs outside his door now, uh, and uh, lots of phone calls. He's communicating, apparently, with a lot of people. The only person he's not communicating with are the cops eight inches on the other side of the door, except for with the barrel of his guns. So... um, his other friend called. Let's uh, let's listen in really? to see. Yeah, he had two friends. So his brother, his, he's got a lot of people calling for him. Let's listen. Shall we listen to that call? Ready for me to play sure. on that? Yeah, right. this, is, this is a really full call. I, I'm, I'm enjoying this. It's robust. It's robust. robust. Yeah. I thought, should we make this a two-parter? I'm like, no, nah, we're going to make it seven hours long. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Claremont County Dispatch, Jesse. Hi, I've called a couple of times um, uh, regarding Wade. I uh, just heard from him like uh, 10 minutes ago maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was contacting him through Snapchat and I just texted him. Are you okay? I called the cops and they said they were there and he said they're not. Yeah, That's they're right. all there there. Okay, I, I just didn't know if they had contacted him or not. Absolutely. We've got several different departments and agencies outside trying to get him to come outside. He's refusing to come out. Okay, so you've talked to him. Okay, so he's there now. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. All right, That's thank all. you. All I wanted to let you know. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Once again, good friend calling. Got to say at the beginning of the call when he first started talking, I, I felt like it might have been, Hi, this is Kip. Um, <laughs> calling about my brother Napoleon. Uh, you might have heard of him. He kind of sounded like Kip from Napoleon Dynamite there in the beginning, <laughs> but it turned out it wasn't him. Yeah. You know that uh, originally that Napoleon Dynamite movie, the main actor, I forget his name, but he only got paid $1,000 to do that movie. <laughs> really? Originally, yeah. They didn't, they didn't think it was going to go anywhere, but it no. took off. Called Classic. Yeah, it was a total indie indie classic from a small town in Idaho. Awesome. Uh and uh, guess what? Small fact to know, fun, fun to know and share. We just finished watching the animated series of Napoleon Dynamite. There was one season of it. It's hilarious. Because this episode isn't long enough, we're going to start yeah. talking about what you're watching on the side. Yeah. Here. So go watch that, guys. Go watch Napoleon Dynamite. Only on, I don't know, I think it's Hulu. Oh, God. <laughs> so many ads. So 
many ads. But none that we're getting paid for. <laughs> none of them. None of them. We should trim off the shows that we don't get paid for. Hmm. <laughs> anyway, so that was his friend calling, uh, not Kip. Um, and once again, you know, there's another guy that's concerned. Obviously, you're getting a picture here that, that people know that Wade is maybe a little, little, you know, like I once said, again, sorry. Once again, sounded like Wade initially too. Sound like yeah, Wade disguising his exactly. voice. Exactly. Like yeah, Weird. yeah. He's definitely one pool table short of a gift box. Oh. Anyway, uh, Wade calls back. Shall we listen to Wade call backing to nine one one? Yes, please. Yeah. Let's okay. Do this. Well, here, here we. Wow. Go. Uh, oh, wait, do you want do you want me to press play on it? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. Nine one one. Where is your emergency? One of your officers shot me. I've been hit. What's your address? Oh, I'm down. Where are you at? I'm hit. Where are you at? I'm dying. Where are you at? I'm, I'm, I'm hit. Oh, God. It's low and right, low and right. Who am I speaking to? It's low and right. Oh, God. Who am I speaking to? The officers must have been firing an assault rifle. Is this Wade? He <sighs> came right through my wall. Oh, God, I'm dying. Oh. What is your name and where are you at? I'm hit. Oh, God. This is Vietnam. Is this Wade? The morphine's kicking back in. Is this Wade? Are you there? Wade, can you hear me? Hello? It's complete silence. Not getting any. Oh, there's a rapid SOS. And my screen just went. Wade, if you let me know you're still there, I can transfer you back over to Sergeant White again. It was nice to meet you. Hope to see you again. He's, I still have him. I'm, I'm muted, but it's complete silence. I think I don't know if he's laid the phone down or what's going on, but crazy, crazy, crazy. Wait, are you still there? I can't hang up this line. What's well, not working, Jason? I'm logged in. You want to come try to do it on mine? Come here, because I've never done it. Uh, okay. Now, what I would do is select that and then type in all members need to respond, the address. For, uh, mail, barricade, subject. For David, time to respond to the scene. Do you want me to put 10 shots fired or no? Next. Uh, same thing up there. You type in the same thing up there so you can copy and paste. Do you have your launch code? Yeah, it's written down right here. You're responding, okay. Next. Save and launch now. And put in your code. Confirm launch. Wade, can you hear me? 
It's complete silence. Like, I don't even, I don't want to hang up, though, in case. Like, it sounds like phone problems. Yes. This is that what he was just showing me. It's something that the supervisor's normally in charge of. And when Jason's, I'm a temporary supervisor, and when Jason's gone, I'm here. So that's why I have access to it. But his wasn't working, so he just came over and showed me how to do it. Because so, that's the first time I've ever done it. So, And that just means it sends out everything that I typed. It sends out everyone on the SRT, SRT team gets phone, email, text. And you can see that it's in process. It's still sending. It's it's sending out 65 emails, 60 phone calls, 52 text message, 48, 48, numbers not reached 12. Yeah. So hopefully I didn't fuck it up. They, it was like an unofficial SRT call out. So they had like unofficially some people had gotten on scene, but it wasn't the full SRT call out. They haven't been very consistent with what channel they've been on. Oh my god. Fucking crazy. But I'm hearing an SRT unit down. Advise if it's suspect or SRT member. I think it's an SRT member. Oh my god. Oh man. All right. Well, lots of dead dead air there. Um, yeah, I just burped myself. Sorry about that. It sounded like a sofa cushion moving, <laughs> but that was just a burp dying in my chest. Um, okay. You could have said sofa cushion in the <laughs> That's what I picture like okay the sound it. of a Loch Ness monster coming up from the depths sounding like. It's basically what that was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got something to say. And he's like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> you know in the movie It, like how Pennywise is actually an extension yeah. of like a long tentacle from down below type thing? Yeah. The whole thing. Right. Anyways, yeah. uh, off track immediately. Anyway. Yeah, uh, long silences, but leave, leaving some of that in because it's it's eerie, right? Like, he, he, he it sounded like he was fi- like he was faking some weird little movie scene out there. I'm hit. <laughs> yeah, it's death. Hey, Vietnam. Yeah. Morphine's kicking back in. Like, what? On? Well, and the, the interesting thing is, like, uh, the, the dispatcher knows that nothing has yeah. happened. Because they said no shots fired. Nobody's, the guys are just standing outside, you know, just like, uh. You know know when, like, you're a little kid and you fake an injury and, like, maybe your older sister's like, wait, we know you're faking it, come on. Like, that's what it's like. I'm surprised (laughs) she's not saying that. Like, I know you're faking it, come on. One time, my brother, I had this rule, and when my brother, he had, was a real hothead, um, he would punch me all like he'd get so mad and he'd punch me. And I think we talked about him almost gutting me one time with yeah, a hoe. Right. And uh, he had a really bad temper. But this one time I had I just had a rule. It, it, I I'd take all the punches because I was bigger than him and everything. But if he hit me in the face, then I I'll put him down. And so he hit me in the face this one time in the garage. And so I just punched him in the face really quick. And he went, whoa, 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 whoa. And then landed like laying down between two big giant rolls of carpet because we were going to re-carpet the house. So he's laying in between these rolls of carpet and his nose is bleeding. And he's like, I'm going to lay here till mom gets home. I'm going to do it. You're going to be in so much trouble. My mom comes home. She opens the door. She's like, now get up and go Uh, wash your face. (laughs) It's like, that's like, that's happening here with Wade. You know, it's like, Wade, Wade. (laughs) You're killing me with personal stories, by the way. Wade. (laughs) 
well, too I mean, many at this point. You know that remind. <laughs> Just kidding. Just joking, okay. Yeah. Well, can you guess? I I'm going to stretch it out because can you guess who calls next? I don't Wade. <laughs> well, I'm sick of this His call. Father. His dad calls. This call's the worst. His dad calls. Something better happen at the yeah. end of this. Wade just pops up. That's what I'm saying. It's April Fool's Day today. I'm like, is this a one big April Fool's joke on everybody, man? <laughs> oh, if only it was. Here, uh, let's listen to Wade's father right. calling 911. Uh, ready for I'm me ready. to play? Okay, here we go. 911, where's your emergency? Yes, uh, actually, let's call. I'm on the scene of where. The guy's got himself locked in a uh, in, our, in a house. I was getting ready to ask for the officers, but uh, I think something's happening now. Okay, where are you? Yeah, well, I'm at the apartment. I'm the way. I'm Wade's father. I'm the father of the okay. kid who's inside the house right now. And I was going to have you patch me to the police officer so I could tell him I can come up there and talk. But uh, he's uh, I see some movement going on now. I'll call back so in if I need to. Do you do you want me to have an officer contact you? See if they might uh, come up. Well, I'm at the back of the scene right now. They told me to stay back here, but nothing was happening. So I was going to say, you know, do you want me to come up there and try to talk him out? If you want to have an officer, um, you know, they must be corresponding with him. Uh, Louis, I'll call you back if, if, we, if I choose to do that. Okay, thank you. It's all right for now. Thank you. Okay, basically, just to paint the picture, there are a lot of people that care about Wade apparently and they're calling to try to help wade you know one thing that i think is interesting is like when you're standing on the street and you see something happen something go down and there's police involved you think you're taking it all in but it's a very narrow picture there is a web of communication that is happening from that incident there's there's probably no less than three to five other people that are not there that are connected to that incident at that moment from a dispatcher to other first first responders. The moment an incident happens, we, we tend to, even when we listen to these 911 calls, we think it's usually dispatcher, caller, but it's not. I mean, we've got a whole, whole a team of people that are, are reacting every single time, whether it's a butt dial or, you know, someone's mm-hmm. beheaded. These people are constantly just <laughs> whipped, you know, into go, you know, everybody's always on point ready to just respond so i consider that when i think about all these calls too like could you imagine being that dispatcher like now on it's the dad yeah uh yeah disregard this Mm. call i don't know there's a guy (laughs) in the house here Uh, you know what i'm just screwing with you it's my son i'm his father i don't know if you guys can use me or anything probably not you got under control all right see you later i might call back I, I could probably talk him down, but uh, uh, you guys. Yeah, got it's it. like he had no thought before he <laughs> called there, right? It's like he's smoking this CBD yeah. Charlotte's Web crap that I'm smoking. Exactly, and then we all—I think another misconception we have is that when Not crap, by the way, even on the nine. Sorry, <laughs> is that an ad? <laughs> um, when uh, when the nine one one call happens, you know, we we listen to the amount of information they're collecting and everything. But there is still a mountain of unknowns going into these situations. Like, you just don't know what you're going to run into. You don't know going up the stairs, what's on the other side of the door. Like, you don't know. So this is an interesting one. I've got a bit of the chatter between dispatchers and first responders. Wow, what a call, man. Uh, yeah. I wish you had to told me to set aside to... four hours today. 
<laughs> well, I didn't want to say that because like one of the things that bothers me more than anything in the world is when somebody gets up to a podium and they're they're a terrible speaker and then they say something like, but we'll talk about that later. You know, and you see him like flip a page and you're like, yes, oh my gosh, this is going to go on forever. So I knew there was a lot to this one, but I didn't, I didn't want to set some people up for expectation and I didn't want to disappoint other people that they'd have to listen to us for a super long time. Well, how about no happy ending? Cause I'm going to be happy when this thing is over. So, okay. Well, well, all right. Whatever, I'll tell you whatever. a joke we, at the we end. Can do whatever we'll, you want. We'll, do whatever you want. Well, we'll do whatever, do whatever you want. Okay. And where do you want to eat? I don't know. All right, here's the dispatcher yep. chitter chatter. Yep. I'm ready. You ready for me to play? Okay. Okay, here we go. Fairmont County Dispatch, Marky. Hey, I have him on the line again, and he said that he'll talk to Union Township. He just doesn't want to talk to Pierce Township. Okay. So, I don't know. Wade. 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 He's talking to UT also, Jesse. Again. No, he's, he's not. Yeah, Jesse's still on him. But Union Township, like our sergeant is still there. I figured that he was, but yeah. Yeah. Did Sergeant White say transfer him again? Yes. Okay. She can transfer him back to Sergeant White. Sergeant White will take the transfer, Jesse. He's still there. I can hear Jesse talking to him through your phone, too. Yeah, I know. I'm glad I see what's in let the Jesse, Tell I Jesse to let him know that it's a Union Township officer. Let him know it's a Union Township officer because that's all he wants to talk to now. He just he doesn't want Pierce. Yeah, she's just ignoring that there's Pierce there. Like, she's trying to make it seem like they're not. Okay. So, hopefully that'll help. Good. Yeah, she's telling him there's a deputy and then the Pierce, or the Union Township officer. We're transferring to the Union Township officer, Wade. Stand the line. Oh my gosh. I'm like, I have I like one phone I can hear, and then he's here, and then you're here, and I can't. <laughs> but, all right, well, I will. But he's talking on two phones. He is. And, and he said that earlier, and I was on the phone with him, like listening. Yeah. And he said that he had made a couple other calls well now I guess that could have been possible that he did well the funny thing is is that he is on the phone with you guys he called over here and I transferred it back over to you guys and then somehow he called again so I have him on hold on one line I hear it beeping in my ear and then I have him talking on she had a third count, a third call from so him that was on a hold line, line right now. he has three lines going with all of us that's uh, I just hope this doesn't end badly. Right. I have a feeling SRT is... Yeah, we've got the same feeling. And I for sure, I mean, I could have sworn I heard him loading that gun, and then Berkey said, sounds like he's loading a gun to whoever was in the background. And Wade was like, that's not a gun, that's not a gun, that's my food. Like, that's not food. That was definitely metal clanking. Yeah. So, I'm glad it wasn't just me that heard it either. I don't want to, like, type in the notes and be dramatic. 
I, yeah, I hope they do SRT. Yeah, and, but he disconnected with me. I don't know if he's still on the line with you guys or not. Yeah, he's on with White. Well, he's on White's phone, I think, but Deputy he's Jones. To deputy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Well, All right. If he calls back, I'll let you know. All right. Thanks. All right. Thanks. Bye. Okay. So I, I thought that was a compelling addition to it because it gives you a bit of an idea on the strategy that's going into play here. Like, literally, this guy is so picky. He's literally, like, at the drive-thru ordering from a restaurant. But then he says, but I'd like the other Wendy's to make it and bring it to me. <laughs> literally, like, I just, I don't want you guys to make it. I know I'm right here, but his three county police departments there and he's picking which one in particular he wants to hear a, a an announcement at the door what i had to take a leak during that segment so i'm sorry i, I don't know what you're talking about right now but <laughs> I, I, the audience does so you can continue and then the dispatcher grew wings that was the weirdest part and then the leprechaun and then all the yeah. money I don't know. I'm just glad they gave us the bank account information. You, oh, you weren't here. Anyway, got one more from uh, the Wade. bank account information. Like to... What are you talking about? The bank? Yeah, one more from Wade. I'd love to hear from Wade. <laughs> yeah, let's hear from Wade again. All right, here we go. 911, where is your emergency? 360 San Andrews Drive, apartment C. Okay, what's going on? I need sheriff and or they hire patrolman here. Immediately. Okay, are there still officers out there that are asking to come outside? I, they left. Okay, hold on for me just a second. Those were not police officers. Will you tell Paul 87 that he's back on the line? Can he advise what he wants us to do with him? How we doing? Okay, I'm telling the officers that we're back out there. What do you need to speak to an officer about? I need to speak to the Claremont County Sheriff's Department. What do you need to speak to them about? I would like to speak to them about how I'm feeling right now. I feel myself. You're feeling suicidal now? Only to the Claremont County Sheriff's Department, and no, I'm not. Okay. He's on with... I would like a Claremont County Sheriff's to take me to the hospital because I do not feel good. Okay, where are your weapons at right now? They're all unloaded and on the ground. Okay, are you going to come to the door? Is there a sheriff there? He'll only come to the door if there's a sheriff. Is there a state highway patrolman there? Yes or no? I'm talking to them. I'm letting them know what's going on. Okay. Okay, we have a deputy. Can you hear me, Wade? Correct. We've got a deputy on the way from Bach Buxton. Bach Buxton, all righty. That's where the deputy's at. He's on the way from there, but I need you mm -hmm. to keep your weapons unloaded and on the ground because it needs to be safe for the officers to come in. Uh, you just let me know when they're coming in. Okay. When the deputy gets there, are you going to go to the door? Is it a sheriff? Well, actually, is it a, can you say the state highway patrolman? No, state highway patrol can't respond to private property. It's a deputy. 
This isn't private property. This is saying this is uh, an apartment complex. This is uh, a business. They, they can't respond. They covered state highways and roadways, not residences. All right, can I speak to the deputy when they arrive on scene? Yes, the deputies are coming. There are two deputies going. Okay, have they spoken to the officers? Have they spoken to the officers? Yes. The officers are still there, and, and they've heard all the radio traffic, so they're aware of what's going on. They just want to make sure that you're going to come to the door and talk to them when they get there. I don't think that there's anybody else here anymore. It's outside. Okay. I'm not exactly. It looks like, per my mapping, it looks like the Pierce Township cruisers are at least still in your parking lot. I don't know if they're still at your door or not, but there are two deputies on the way. Okay. So Pierce Township, who left? The Union Township officer left. The one that you were talking on the phone to? Yeah. He left. He's gone. Why did he leave? Because he got off for the night. It's time for him to go home to his family. So how many are left? I believe there are two Pierce Township officers still there. Outside? Yes. And then there's outside two. My there are two deputies outside. Or on the way, I'm sorry. The deputies are on the way. You said what now? There are two deputies on the way. 360 St. Andrews Drive, apartment C. Yep. I'll tell you when they get there. All right. Just let me know. I will. Let me know if anything changes, okay? And I want you to keep those, your Glock and your rifle unloaded next to you. Yes, they're unloaded. Okay. And on the ground outside of my arm's reach. Okay. Yes. You only need to speak to one of us. I was told that I only need to speak to one of you, correct? Or right. Correct. That's correct. Which one should I speak to? You choose. Whichever one you'd prefer. What's your name, sir? Aaron. My name's Jesse. Are you still there, Wade? Correct. Did you hang up on Aaron? Yes. I did. Okay. Three six zero San Andrews Drive, apartment C. Yep, they're on the way there. Okay, I'm just scared. Why are you scared? The Pierce Township are not to be trusted. Okay. Why can't they be trusted? They can't be trusted because they are local police. Union Township can't be trusted because they are a large police force. Sheriffs and Union Township are safe. Pierce is not. They are unsafe. Okay. Okay, where was he at? Where's who at? He's on scene. The deputies have not told me that they're on scene yet. I believe that they're still on the way. 
Okay. How far away? The one was coming from Bach Buxton. Do you know where Bach Buxton's at? Uh, correct. Yeah, right when you first called, they were on their way from Bach Buxton. Okay. Right where the old Kroger was at. People are still trying to flash lights outside my house. Those are fake cops. Those are probably the Pierce Township officers that are still there. They're fake cops. Fake cops. Why do you think they're fake? Flash their lights. Flash your fucking your lights. Flash the red blues. Flash the red and blues. All I see are flashlights. Okay. Wade. Yes. Wade, there's a deputy yes. on scene, and I'm transferring you back over to the officer that you were speaking to before, okay? Can I speak to the deputy? I'm going to – the deputy's there, but I'm going to transfer you over to the officer that you were speaking to before. He's outside okay. with the deputy, so stay on the line with me, okay? I can. It's going to be a Union Township officer, but like I said, there's a deputy there as well. Stay on the line. Okay. When? All right. Yep. All right, this, this, this is White again. I got a deputy here. Pierce Township's here, Union Township's here, and I got a deputy sheriff here that's willing to talk to you. That's what you All want. Right, I just would like to speak to the deputy sheriff. So you got it. Here he is. You got the best deputy in the county. Uh, hey, Wynn. Hey, Wade. Hey, it's Deputy Jones, Claremont County Sheriff's Office. How you doing, buddy? It's me. Hey, why don't you uh, come? Just come to the door. Just put, put, put the weapons down. Come to the door, and, and uh, I can talk to you face to face. How do you think about that? All the weapons are down. Okay, I just need you to come just for our safety too, and your safety. Um, if you can just come to the Everybody door. So we can, well, I just need you to come to the door though, so we can make sure you got to understand that you know we. Huh? Yeah, that's what we want to be. We want to make sure we're all safe. So what's going on tonight anyway, Wade? I'm safe. You're safe? Okay. You're safe. What's we're all going safe. On? Awesome. Awesome. What's what's going on tonight? We're all safe. Everybody's safe? Okay. Where where are the weapons at? They are in the walls. They're in the walls? Might as well be. Might as well be. Where are they at in the apartment? They're far away from me. Far away from me. Where are you at? I am in the kitchen. You're in the kitchen right now? Okay, well, why don't you, if you don't have any of the weapons, why don't you just come to the front door? Then I'll be right there and I'll talk to you face to face. I ain't dumb. No, I'm, I don't think you are dumb, Wade. I'm, that's not what I'm saying. You asked me to come here and I came right here. So I gave you that respect, right? You there, buddy? Hey, Wade. 
Hey, it's Jesse. Hey, it's Berkey. Hey. What What did he say as far as uh, the uh, suicide attempt to uh, mention? He said that um, he needed to speak to an officer, and I asked him what he needed to speak to an officer about, and he said that he was feeling suicidal, but he would only speak to a deputy about it. He was feeling suicidal, but only speak to a deputy about it. Mm-hmm. And then he said that he didn't trust Pierce Township Police Department or Union Township Police Department because they were too big of an agency. He doesn't trust Pierce Township or Union Township. Okay. So, nothing this guy is saying adds up. Um, it's lunacy at this point. You know, the, the guns are in the walls. Everyone's safe. Why did you call? Yeah, as soon as, as soon as he gets what he wants, he just screws it all up again. And he just keeps on drawing it out. He's living out a little weird yeah. fantasy here. It is super odd. You know when he's uh, asking for the for the deputy or asking for a for a highway patrolman? It's like, uh, can you get, actually, you know what? Can you get me like one of those guys that controls traffic? I've liked those since I was a little kid. You know, <laughs> crossing, yeah, guard. crossing guard. A beat cop from New York, Hoboken, <laughs> specifically. Specifically, and I need one that's named James. Uh, there's no beat cops named James. I'll, I'll wait. wait until there is one. <laughs> <laughs> Just, uh, so this is—I don't mean to laugh because this is crazy, but nothing he's saying adds up. Um, and also, if you caught it there, I'm sure you did at the very end when he's like, "What did he say about suicide?" Uh, and so, what he was cobbling together there was is there a justifiable reason for us to enter the premises to to use whatever yeah. has to happen to to dispel uh to 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 quell this this issue um interestingly this is a long episode guess how long this standoff took oh i don't know how long is this episode taken two two and a half hours so far <laughs> 12 hours 12 hours 12 hours. That's how long police were on And we're hearing scene. the whole thing. Beat by beat. <laughs> hey, Hoboken's in New Jersey. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, hey, he's asking all for right. everything. You never know, you know. But, um, all right, so here's what here's what ends up happening. I've got one more call, but I'll tell you what, what ends up happening because it, it wasn't captured. Uh, he fakes his own death. Right. As soon as that happens, the police determine that it may be safe to Hold on enter. A sec. So you're taking us this. So this part isn't on the call, right? You're telling us no. Okay, good. Correct. I thought you were just yeah. like speeding up. Like we've waited for the, we've waited <laughs> this long for like this. You're just going to give it to us, you know? It's like the reverse way of telling a story. Yeah. Now he so he fakes his own uh-huh. death, and he because of that, the, the officer's like, okay, you know, we we gotta go, we gotta go. Uh, in and so they go in and when they enter surprise he hasn't shot himself he ambushes the cops he kills one officer and wounds another with two shots oh god so he was uh, baiting them like we I I started to feel that way halfway through this that he was baiting them right like he's baiting them not only that but it makes you wonder like remember his brother saying they didn't have a good relationship and yet he invited no, I him over. I thought about that right away. Yeah, yeah. Right? 
Yeah, you never, I mean, it didn't happen, so you never know, but this guy seems to, uh, it now, if you if you go back and you listen to all the things he said, and you think he's, if you knew that from the beginning, that he's baiting the officers, so much of it actually makes sense now, It where whereas before it just seemed like this puzzle that was just missing tons of pieces, you listen to everything he says, even like when he says he, oh, the officers killed me and everything, he never... He never identifies himself on right. the call, right. ever. Right. And so, you know, so many things he did were exactly this. He was baiting the officers. So I have the dispatch chatter from just after the okay. shooting okay. occurred. So let's I thought you were just going to say, and I have the actual, like, <laughs> as it was happening. Now that you've heard me talk about it in such an anticlimactic manner, we'll play you. Yeah. We'll play you. Then. Yeah. I'm going to kill we're you. We're going to just go right into a happy ending now. Yeah. Nothing happened. Everybody just went home. Everybody was safe. We didn't know that for 12 hours. Everyone and the was guy safe, next door so was dead. <laughs> Yeah, he was dead, but that was you know another thing and natural causes. Mm-hmm. So, All right. but it sure was stinky. Okay, here we go. Seven Paul seven, check up on all units. All seven, we got one hit. All seven, you're clear. All seven, get us our team. We're gonna try to bring him out to the squad. Have a squad pull up over on uh, St. Andrews by the clubhouse. Go ahead. Our advisor, supervisors. We've got one down. Copy. Affirmative. Can you advise with the suspect or an SRT member? Brought in here now. We have one deputy shot. He's lost consciousness. Severe bleeding. We need to get the medics to him now. Air care on standby. Medics are in. We need another one. You're clear on all. Make sure the supervisors know what's going on. You're clear. Clear as best I can be at this point in route to that scene, right? Here, please, sir, go ahead. Disregard, I got a public service. Here, fine. To fly air care, they can hover over the fucking area until we can get an LG set up. Here, clear. Thank you. 52 commissars, air care up. We're on the phone with him now. They're inquiring where the subject's been shot at. Right ankle, right back, near his kidney. You're clear. Seven over 24. Hey, he's got his hands on a bleeder, so he's applying pressure. He can't call yet. You're clear, Robert 72. Zoom down. 2244. You're clear. Frank, you're clear. 2244. My ending is 81029. 81029. You're clear. I still have us on hold. Yeah. Okay. Express to them the urgency that we have an officer who's shot. He's bleeding out, and we need that helicopter to fly. You're clear. We would advise him as an officer. 7 over 24, do you have traffic? Robert 24 advised that I'm going to be riding with squad. Invite somebody in my cruiser is out in the parking lot still. It is unlocked. Robert 24, you're clear. 
I need anyone from the scene to give me a 19. Anyone available at the scene to give me a 19. You're clear. Any unit on a teenager's drive that can public service 7 over 72? Over 72, where's the squad going to with the deputies? I'm being advised they're transporting to Anderson Mercy. Can someone advise if there's two victims? All 87 affirmative, two victims. One subject, uh, already left, and the other one's the squad immediately. You're clear. And just information, the, uh, suspect is still in the pub. You're clear. Five 74, you're clear, 23 and 4. Ben Robert 24. Go ahead. Call Anderson, let them know we're doing CPR. Here, We have a Mason officer on public service offering a K9 if needed. Oh, you said we have two K9s on scene. Here, quick. Information there's two medics currently staged if you need them. Negative, just keep them staged, thank you. Here, quick. Oh. Okay, so. A couple things come to mind here when I listen to that. One is this. Uh, um, I think we live in a day and age where our thoughts and our opinions on things like police are dictated much by what we absorb in the media, what we, what, you know, what, what we see. And it's not good. I mean, if you go and if you just go to Google and type police and go hit news you're going to see a bunch of stuff that indicates, you know, police brutality and police misstep. Which happens, but, but you're saying it's focused on quite a bit yes. in a lot of other good cops get mixed in the mix. Exactly. I'm not just, I'm not saying it doesn't happen. Definitely. I want to, I, I would express that I, my belief is this mm. is the common. This is the majority yeah. right here. It's, it's a team of people doing their job their job and it's not it the, the the majority of the people involved in being first responders are not the cop that like you know moseys up to your window and goes hey your brake light's <laughs> broken he's like no it's not <laughs> it is now i i think that this is what's coming i mean to put you or me in that situation and we're any cop other than the first two that went through that door that guy's face is going to be mashed into paste. I will not let that guy stand up. My emotions, just being me right now, you know, give me that authority without the training and everything. That guy doesn't breathe. I would crush him. I would. I would. I would. I would kill that guy and be like, oh yeah, 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 shot him. Sorry. Yeah, I, I, I agree with everything your sentiment on, on on the police and all that stuff. I think that that's totally true. <clears throat> um, like these cops who are right here, the amount of patience that they are showing is, I think your point as well, in yeah. comparison to some of the things that have happened yes. in the world, obviously. Right. Um, they should be celebrated for this kind of thing. But what does, what does happen here? So, so the, so the cop, you, I'll let you go ahead and explain. You're, yeah. One cop was killed and one was, do you know if the one, injured. the one that he's talking about that's got a bleeder going on, like he's holding, uh, I guess it was mm-hmm. his kidney. He, he didn't he's the one who didn't it. make it. He didn't make it. That's brutal, man. Correct. And they're waiting for yeah. an air helicopter. He knows. He knows the guy's dying. Not only are they like looking into the eyes of the person that's dying, and the guy that just shot him is like feet away. Not only that, but they're like, we got to get life flight here. So I don't know if you heard that. You know, they were trying to put a helicopter in the air. By the way, you can't just go out and start your helicopter and just fly in the air. You've got to get clearance from the FAA. Yeah. There's a process. You know, it's not even like the cops where it's like. 
454, we got a 749 on the floor. I'm on it. Yeah. You know, it doesn't go like that. You know, there's there's process, right? So getting a bird into the air. Then, then you hear them, we're also looking for an LZ. They're looking for a landing zone. This is at an apartment mm-hmm. complex. Apartment complexes are not known for their wide-ranging community garden space yeah. or open field. They're... We're in a we're in an apartment complex, so they got to clear a yeah. space and, somewhere. And time close. is of the essence, obviously. That's why the guy's asking for it. He knows that this guy's bleeding out, so he he, he knows yeah. it's a ridiculous yeah. request, but he's doing it. I'm sure there were ambulances on that scene as well already, right? Like they, I would think that there had to have been medical. Response, he needed to go. He needed to go to friggin' surgery. He needed to go, and so yeah, so they were they were trying to determine. And I guess I would assume that's part of their training. They know based on what they're seeing mm-hmm. how critical something is. You know. So did they they shoot Wade? What happened to Wade? No, no, he was uh, he was he was restrained. Uh, He was you know stripped of his weapons, and um, the first time that he was presented to a judge uh, for booking, he didn't look very good. Like he he his face was a little beat up, but that's that's nothing compared to what. I think the majority of us would do having listened to this and knowing that it was 12 hours of absolute lunacy and then the strong strong indicator even on scene that this guy's baiting you in so he can kill yeah. you that that guy made it out I'm alive, it alive says really a lot is. yeah so um, Wade Wynn Wade. is booked Wade wins I he, thought you were saying Wade win win for Wade 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 win Wade won he kind of did you think about did it did he explain why he His wanted plan, to do that? Why he did this? So there's a couple things. One, uh, there was there were toxicology evidence that he was on LSD. <sighs> Whatever. At the get time. on your bike and ride, guy. It's just yeah, have yeah. Fun. Come on. <laughs> have have an enjoyable it does, By the trip. way, how much LSD? Does it say how much? No, and that's the thing is twelve hours this went on, and and his tune didn't really change too much, which is one of the reasons why they downgraded his level of impairment regarding the crime that he committed because over 12 hours uh he stayed very steady there wasn't a whole there was that one moment where he's talking about vietnam and he was having fun with this whole thing it's not like he was really yes out of it even if he was on lsd even if he is like schizophrenic what name it whatever mental mental illness and being a dick on top of it all that stuff from what we yeah. heard on the call, you could tell he was going back and forth and just playing around. I mean, it's all uh, yep. a, a game, and and in the end, he sets him up to have to come in. Even when they gave him the deputy, he's sitting there acting like, okay, well, fake. You know, yeah. after all this, still fake. Yeah, everything that they, everything he requested, they gave him, which I think's amazing. But then on top of all that, he... He just moved on to the next thing, his next demand, his next thing. To to end it all with, we've done everything we can, and then this guy yeah, kills two officers. One. At one the very and then he two, right? No. He kills one. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yes, he shoots well, sorry, two officers. Sorry, I know I was a little one. long-winded there, too, and I didn't really get to a point with, with what I just said. What I mean is that um, he's if he's going to act like he was delusional, deluded, and that he actually thought that these things were happening and that he was actually under some kind of a threat, I think that the call, the way he behaves in that call, indicates that he knows – He's just screwing around. I mean, the faking of him yeah. dying, like, I've been shot and all that shit that happened. He's yeah. just like, man. So what, anyways, I'm just preparing myself for you to say that they uh, considered him, you know, insane or or not, not responsible somehow for his actions here. So Wade ends up signing a plea deal 
uh, to avoid the death oh, penalty. Okay. Yeah, and he agrees. He he agreed. He agreed. He he conceded to what was offered to him, which was um, a maximum sentence of life in prison without parole. Uh, to be served consecutively to a 115-year sentence on other charges. Wow. So this guy's sheet after this was a mile long. I mean, you think about all the things that he – all the violations that, that he made in that 12-hour period. Right, yeah, definitely. So I guess the reason why – so I was, was going to say why would you even bar, bargain or do a plea deal with this guy? It's because they want to ensure if it went to court that he wouldn't be able to get off in some way not being criminally responsible yes. because of some kind of mental illness or being on drugs. or They want to make sure they got him, right? Exactly. Yep, and that's – oftentimes that's the reason for the plea is it's better than – Better than landing some sentence that is not on firm ground and they end up doing an appeal and they walk. Because because of, of uh, double jeopardy, you can't try the same person twice for the same thing just because you just because it, you know, they slipped through the crack the first yeah. time. You gotta make sure it sticks. So he yeah, so he was um he was charged with aggravated murder and then uh attempted aggravated murder in the first time. And he is gonna serve some hard time. He I is. Hope. He's gonna. It's gonna be. I mean, you think the police are violent on the streets? What do you see the ones who are in the yeah. prisons? Well, and he thinks he's smart. He thinks he's smart, you know. And that's that. You know, he thinks he's 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 got the the membership ticket that lets him make whatever requests he wants. And everybody he's gonna jumps. piss. He's, he's gonna, gonna piss somebody off for sure. Yeah, that yeah. yeah. attitude. So hopefully he got worked, but. Yep, that's Wade. Oh, that was Win. brutal. All right, well, do you got a happy ending? I do. Because I've missed I breakfast do. and dinner, or sorry, lunch and dinner during this call. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I have a babysitter here, or my, my mom's here, and she's patient, but... Uh, but but I'm pushing uh, it, but we're pushing it. Say we, we're pushing it, let's uh, say that. Smoking all our CBD out here, though, I grabbed the wrong one. You're going to fall asleep soon. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so. Hey, Luna. Hey. Hey, have you ever heard of Peter Pan? Yeah. Did you know that there's a bus that's called the Peter Pan bus? Nope. nope. I didn't either. And it sounds a lot more fun than it is because it's basically just a bus. It's it's not even just one bus. It's a whole bus like a you know, frigate of buses, a, I don't know exactly. Right. Legion, I don't know uh, the, convoy? the term. Convoy, baby, fleet. There we go, fleet. It's, it's it's a bus business called Peter Pan. But when I saw it, I was like, oh man, that's fun. Okay, so this woman that we're about to listen to the nine one one call had quite an interesting experience on her Peter Pan bus, and um, I giggled when I listened to this. It. And so I'll leave it up to you as to whether or not it actually qualifies as a happy ending. Oh boy. But anyway, you ready for me to uh, to yeah, hit play on this? For the record, I can't stand Peter Pan. Like the whole deal. I didn't mind Hook. <laughs> Hook was an okay thing. But Peter, Peter Pan, yeah. you know, after the whole uh, Neverland stuff with Michael Jackson, I just think of child child rape rings for some well, reason. Not, I'm not saying he did it. Yeah. He probably did. I, who am I to say? But I just that, that, that has sullied the whole Peter Pan experience for me, the involvement of uh, Michael yeah. Jackson so heavily there for a while. 
You know, even the backstory on Peter Pan is is interesting. There's you know, there's a whole lot there. There's it's deeper than just a, a children's show for let's, sure. Uh, let's there's, talk about the Michael Jackson case it. for two more hours right now. You want to work th- <laughs> work that through before we start? With- We've got his nine one one calls on on tape here. Let me just play. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. Ready for me to play? Okay. Here we go. Nine one one location emergency. Yeah, hi. I have no battery left. I'm not okay. The bus driver locked me underneath the bus, um, a Peter Pan bus going in route to Boston. Okay. The, Can you hear me? The, the bus driver's under the bus? No, she locked me under the bus with the luggage. I went. She to locked you under the bus? Yes, yes. I'm under the bus with the luggage, and I'm afraid. I don't know if she's going to ever look like... I need help. Nobody knows where I am. Okay. Where is the bus? Okay, it's a Peter where? Pan bus. It's a, I don't know. We, we just left Hartford. We just were stopped at Hartford. I got out and went to go get something. My phone's going to die. I have no battery. And she put me, and I went to go get something, and she closed the door. And we're riding Peter Pan bus en route to Boston. Mm. supposed to get there, I don't know, at, at 6. I'm so scared. Please help. Okay. Please, is there someone going to ask you to help? Okay, hold on, relax, 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 relax. <laughs> Trip C to any car, 84, please bound. I have a female locked in the underside of a Peter Pan. The 911 is pinging, just coming up to exit 70 right now, eastbound. Okay, that's something Okay, and she says it's a Peter Pan bus. Do you know what color the bus is, hon? Your call has been forwarded to an automated board. Okay. That's not funny. I think it's hilarious. Like, how did did she get it? (laughs) Like, when the door shuts behind you, why don't you turn around and start banging on the door? Hey, I'm I'm in here still. Like, did that happen? Good point. So, yeah, so she's trapped underneath the Peter Pan. Peter Pan bus. Actually, to your point, um... Fellow passengers said that uh, afterward that she must have been down there for at least 45 minutes based on when the bus had stopped. She said at least four passengers seated near the front of the bus recalled hearing a loud noise like someone banging frantically (laughs) beneath their feet. She didn't have access to air ventilation. If she had taken the whole bus ride, it would have been over two hours. But I, I don't there. understand how you get stuck in there in the first place. Like, she's, like, bent over and the lady's talking to someone else about friggin' Rufio and just, doink, hits her in the butt. She goes flying in. <laughs> and she's like, oh! Yeah. And nobody hears her. What? Yeah. So she was under there for 45 minutes before the officers could locate the bus going down the, the highway. Uh, and pull it over naturally. She refused medical treatment afterward. So, you know, apparently she was fine. Uh, 
Um, the bus driver, identified as 49-year-old Wendy Alberti, was a Wendy. No, that's from the that's from Peter Van. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Uh, she was arrested on charges of reckless endangerment, unlawful restraint, and breach of. What peace. do you mean? She put her in there on purpose. I don't know, but reportedly the charges were dropped later. She denied, uh, you know, having done it intentionally. I, she I gotta did. be honest. Those luggage de- things are deep, but they're not deep enough that you wouldn't hear somebody rummaging around. And like, how yeah. far back did she have to climb? And why was she doing like, who it? Who crawls right? Yeah, Can you imagine bu- you're at you're, you're uh, getting on the airplane. You see somebody climb right up into the overhead compartment. Like, oh, I think there's a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a bad example. Those are bigger get- underneath those buses for sure. But I have never seen anyone climb into one of those things. No, well, and protocol. If you've ever been in a taxi or an Uber, not Uber necessarily, but a taxi, a bus, anything like that. For a lot of reasons, the bus company handles yeah. your luggage until it's like out, right. you know, for 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 myriad reasons. But anyway, so yeah, because I just can't. I mean, I she shouldn't have been in there. She shouldn't have, obviously. <laughs> she shouldn't have been touching. And I can't see a scenario where Wendy was like, "You get in there, and I'm going to shut the door. You get in there now. Get get on in there." I can't see it. I can't see it. So I'm not surprised that the charges are dropped. Uh, the woman climbs in there, and that's clearly something you're not supposed to do. And the bus driver Wendy being like, "Look, this fucking idiot on this Peter Pan cruise." Yeah, Bam! I'm going to show her. Slamming her. That's what you get, <laughs> stupid. All right, we're at Hartford. On to where's that? Connecticut. <laughs> one way. One from, way to yeah, from Hartford to we're Boston. Going to California. <laughs> it's a one way. Yeah, you never know. I mean, before that, the you know the gal that got trapped could have been like, "How yeah. many casinos are we going to hit on the way?" <laughs> How many? I need to know. You're the bus driver. You've got to know this stuff. Is there air conditioning on the on the top? Yeah, there isn't any underneath. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so Wendy got the charges dropped. Apparently, Um, her attorney said, you know, she she said that she didn't do it on purpose. Uh, Really, no way to prove it one way or the other. But uh, you know, Peter Pan keeps. You know what? The lady on the phone too, like. It freaked me out a bit when she was like, my phone's going to die. But I'm like, I don't feel like you've given enough information yet. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Pump that information yeah. out and then yeah. say your phone's like, going to die. You know, I'm stuck underneath the bus. Yeah. I don't know what happened. I can't say anything. It's like, lady, your phone's dying. Where are you? Where are you? <laughs> I'm wearing a pink dress. <laughs> I'm <in Hartford>. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> and I know it's not fashionably appropriate, but I have culottes on underneath. And uh, I'm somewhere in Hartford. Oh, by the way, I'm under a bus. <laughs> right. Anyway, well, that that was a Olympic sized episode, so uh, that's yeah, all I got. I'm out of juice. All right, my phone's about to die, so we should we should call it a day. <laughs> Good one. You go sleep, CBD boy. Oh, I'm fine, man. I don't want to uh, misrepresent <laughs> CBD. It's just that it doesn't get you high; like it just makes you feel calm, right? right. So, like halfway through that call, yeah, it's right. cool, man. I, Kind of enjoying how long this call is. I gotta go pee. I'm drinking a lot of green tea. And I just get up in the middle of the call, walk away, pee in a bucket. You're like, uh, well, good time. Stick around for this one. Yeah, look at me ramble though. Maybe that, right. this is a not a glowing review for CBD. Let's get out of here. Sorry about that. All right, hugs, hugs. everyone. I even said hugs. Fuck. <laughs> 
Hey, thank you again for lending us your earballs. We couldn't be doing this crazy show without you. And if you like, 1159 is our little production company, and we have six podcasts all together for you to feast on. Three of them are ready and waiting in your favorite podcast player right now. Check out the one that started it all for us, Dark Topic, for amazing writing, amazing stories, and more of Jack's buttery voice. It's like if Bob Ross did a true crime show, like... Macabre Ross. And check out True Crime Kent, where Kent Chungus and I take a deep dive with a fine tooth comb into each story to see how much hair and stuff we can get on the comb. It's fun. And Kent swears. If you're into that sort of thing, I can't control him. He's his own beautiful redneck butterfly. Patreon is loaded up with three exclusive shows, Dark Calls, Brutal, and Dead Time Stories, just in case you run out of free content and have five bucks in your pocket. We love that you love what we are doing. We are grateful that you tell us every day. So many awards, so much love and support in our Facebook groups. It feels really good for the soul, you know? And for all of you, so much hugs.